Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and we are back. We talked about mindfulness in our first half hour. Now we're going to talk about synchronicity, which actually has all of this is very connected. My guest is Sky Nelson Isaac. He's a physicist and the author of Living in Flow, The Science of Synchronicity and How Your Choices Shape Your World. Sky Nelson Isaacs has dedicated his life to finding his own sense of purpose, beginning as a student of a yogic master when he was less than five years old. He's been an active researcher in quantum foundations. His research is supported by the Foundational Questions Institute, the Thies Research, and the Federico and Elvia Fagan Foundation. And so we're going to talk about how when we align our purpose and our values and we balance our good with the greater good, we can invite synchronicity to come in and what that means. Welcome, Sky. Hi, Patricia. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. All right. So how did a physicist and a scientist link up with synchronicity? Is it really scientific? It kind of seems a little, <laughs> you know, woo-woo. <laughs> yeah. Well, my goal is to do enough grounding research in the foundations of it and the foundations of quantum mechanics and physics as a physicist to try and put it on a foundation where we can say, look, there, there does have to be a better explanation than just random chance for some of the experiences yeah. that, well, at yeah. least from my perspective, the experiences that, I, that I've had. Mm-hmm. And so early on, I experienced different aspects of a spiritual experience in my, in my growth as, a, as an older child and teenage years and into my adulthood. And I was also studying physics from a Western scientific point of view. And I, I wanted to marry those parts of myself. You know, they're not separate for me. In, in the search for wholeness, I, I sought to either say either synchronicity is just in my head, I'm just making up those connections, or there's some science to it. And mm-hmm. so I think we, we do need to find a, a better explanation than just randomness. And, and so I'm doing the work to try and create a foundation for that. Hmm. I guess the real question is from, you know, someone who doesn't know, you know, who's kind of skeptic, they might say, well, so what? You know, what if I bumped into you when I was thinking about you? You know, so what if I was thinking of something and it happened? So what does that do for me? I guess that would be a question someone might ask. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a good question. Um, first of all, I think that there are lots of different types of synchronicities. I see synchronicity on the spectrum. Meaningful circumstances come on a spectrum. Some things that show up in life, like seeing the, the right numbers on a clock that you expected to see or maybe bumping into someone might be really low on that spectrum and, and just not be that meaningful. And other things might be really meaningful, like you have an experience that you say that there's never a possibility that that could have happened to me in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I had an experience mm-hmm. where I accidentally bumped into a, a close friend while we were trying to meet in Greece, and we had to abandon that, that goal, and we ended up meeting by accident in Paris. Mm-hmm. And it was like a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. these are on a spectrum yeah. of unusualness. Yeah. And I think when you yeah. look at them as a whole it becomes yeah. clear that there needs to be a better explanation, not just yeah. these one-off circumstances. And I, I want to, I'm going to give you a quick one about what you just said, one of those once in a million things. Uh, this mm-hmm. was many years ago, but um, my car was stolen. I was in Boston and I called my dad who was living at the time and told him about it. He was in New York City 
and he found my car on a street that he walked down that he doesn't usually walk down. I mean, can you imagine in New York City and Manhattan? Yeah. Really? I yeah. mean, it's it's just yeah, that's uh, phenomenal. It, it is, and it's and it. I was also very connected to him, so I kind of took that as a sign that there was, you know, some something going on there. But um, yeah, yeah so, and ultimately, I think that the the meaning of the circumstance comes from within ourselves, and that's really important. You know, people can often look for synchronicity to look outside themselves for what should I do next or what's life trying to tell me? What, you know, is there some divine being that's trying to guide me? And I think that it's, it's more complicated or subtle than that. It's most effective when we look inside ourselves and on that spectrum of synchronicities, look for what's meaningful to me and how do I interpret that based on what I yeah. know about my own self, yeah. self-awareness and self-knowing. I've studied Lynn McTaggart's work, The Power of Intention, The Intention Experiment, and mm-hmm. her work is very much about, you know, many, many minds focusing on one intention and making it happen. That's a synchronicity of sorts, too, isn't it? You know, it's, a, it's an interesting question because one of the things that I, I have a question in my mind about Lynn McTaggart's thesis is that... Um, you know, there's an element of we're going to pool our intention and somehow it adds. Right. Like, if right. I have my intention to yours, it's stronger than, you know, so then you and I could team up against my other friend and we could have a stronger intention than her. <laughs> and mm. I don't, I, I'm wary of that kind of, I mean, maybe that's just my interpretation of what that's about. But um, I really see synchronicity and meaningfulness and getting into flow as a very personal process that allows us to get into deeper relationship with the world we live in and with other people. But ultimately, it comes down to the meaning that we're experiencing. How do you think it helps people, Sky? I feel like living from this state of paying attention to the circumstances, meaningful circumstances, and allowing ourselves to get into the flow with life, to align with life, can be very empowering. I feel like it can offer us ways through situations that might be really difficult or complicated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when we can pay attention and listen to our circumstances, we can begin to see ways to untangle the knots of our lives and feel re-empowered to strive for our bigger and best selves. I, I want to give you a, a different story, an example. This just happened to me yesterday, and I'm still marveling over this. So I had an issue with, um, with a credit card company. And I'd been with mm-hmm. them for years and I called and the person that I got at that time was just not nice and which is not like this company. And I hung up feeling mm-hmm. very upset. So I waited, I waited about a week and I said, you know what, I'm going to call again and I'm going to try to talk to someone else. So I mm-hmm. called again and uh, someone, uh, anyway, I got a, a wonderful woman. I had talked to a man. I mean, just, I'm not talking gender, but it just so happens. I found a woman who really got what I was saying. It was very kind and terrific. And I felt so much better. But when I hung mm-hmm. up from her, I thought, gee, there's something I forgot. Maybe I should call back again because I think it would make this transaction easier. So the mm-hmm. very next day, now, there are a thousand of these operators at these credit card companies. You know that. Right. And I had two right. cards. One was personal and one was business. So the first time I called, I called on the business line or the personal line for that card. And the second time I called, I called on the business card line. And so I called and I got the same woman the next day. Can you imagine? Oh, oh, I yeah. Mean, I thought that was so amazing to get the same person who knew my situation 
And then I was able to ask the second question and we got it straightened out. But I thought, what are the chances? And I called the different version of that card. I called the the business instead of the personal and still got the same woman in in another city thousands of miles away. Right. And so what did that do for me? It made me feel empowered. It made me Uh feel like, yes, I'm not alone. They are listening and I'm going to be taken care of. That's how it made me feel. Right. Right. Well, it's super important that you're paying attention to how it made you feel. I think that feelings are driving the circumstances that show up in our lives. I think feelings, and I explain this as as well as I know it, as well as I understand it in the book, you know, this, this theory that underlying all of physical reality is the experience that we're having. We're each having experiences all the time. And from those experiences we actually anticipate experiences we want to have or anticipate experiences we don't want to have. You know, we have a, a way in which our body is able to um, think about and feel the things we want or don't want in our lives, and we just do that automatically in our life. Mm-hmm. And my, my thinking about it, my, my feeling about it is that that is what is driving the, the, what, what I call the tree of possibilities to bring us the most meaningful outcomes. And it's really important that some of those outcomes might be um, not feel like they're in alignment. They might be the opposite. Like if you had called back and gotten the first person and been like, why did I call back? And out of everybody, I got this person. Well, sometimes life brings me challenges, I find, that Mm. actually by working with them, uh, they actually help me resolve deeper inner feelings that I'm having. Right. And let let me play that out for a minute. So if that had happened to me, I think my thinking would have been, you know what, I'm just going to give up this card. I don't care. Whereas with the other person, it made me feel like, no, I want to stay with this company and I'm going to work through it. See the difference yeah, in my yeah. thinking. Yeah. And, and so um, you have a, a positive, you had a positive experience with that. And you, you know, there's an element here of intuition and being in flow. Like you just right. felt like you needed to call back and you didn't, sounds like you didn't overthink it. You, you did what you needed to do. And circumstances aligned for you in a way that was Exactly. And let me say, I wanted it because I I happen to love this company. So you're right. My intention going in was not that I was going to get have a bad experience again, but that I would find somebody who was going to bring me a positive experience, which is exactly what happened, Mm -hmm. which is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And, And I think that intention is a difficult one because we often have hidden intentions inside that we may not be aware of and and not that you did in this situation, but often I find that why am I bringing a situation to myself that's really frustrating? Well, I got to look at a little more carefully at maybe what I was, what I've been thinking and feeling about it and what kind of actions I've been taking Mm. and what, you know, am I in the flow with this or am I sort of getting in the way of a solution? Mm. How do you wrap science around all this? That's what I want to know, Sky, as a physicist. Well, so I, I described that experience, I, I postulate, is, is really the fundamental thing that exists. We are each experiencing the world. And this does align, in my view, and I try and argue this in the work I do academically, it does align with some fundamental questions we have in quantum mechanics about what is the nature of, of actuality, of reality. Because I try and show through this model called relationality that the only thing that really exists are interactions, you know, are our connections with each other. But the mm-hmm. actual uh, state of the world outside of, of, of us is evolving into many possibilities all the time. So we walk through the world immersed in a sea of possibilities, 
And you can model that C really as a tree, like a branching tree. If you imagine yourself right now sitting at the base of a tree and every choice you make and every different thing that could come into your life is a different branching of this tree. And as you go through life, you end up moving on this branch and then to that branch and, you know, leaving other branches behind. And I think and, and I, I have a model for how the types of choices we make can put essentially apples on that tree. And the mm. apples populate certain branches and they have some of the apples are big, some are small. Mm-hmm. And the weight of a given branch of all the apples above it has an influence on how likely that branch is to happen. All right. Let's talk about that right after the break. I am talking to Sky Nelson Isaacs. His book is Living in Flow, How the Science of Synchronicity and How Your Choices Shape the World. And again, uh, he is a physicist who really wants to help us understand and align circumstance with us and how when he presents a model for living in the flow, a state of optimal functioning, creative thinking, and effortless productivity. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. When we come back, we'll talk more to Sky about experiences that he's had and with clients and how we can bring more synchronicity into our life. He'll give us, uh, tell us some things on how we can do that. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Fullick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. TRN. 
You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Well, hello, everyone, and we are back, and we are talking in this half hour about synchronicity. We hear a lot about it, but we're getting a little more definition. My guest is Sky Nelson Isaacs, who is a physicist, a musician, a teacher, a parent, and an activist. And from an early age, he was exposed to his parents' spiritual teacher. And he's learned, he has his BA from physics, and he's really learned uh, how to use synchronicity to help him in creative thinking and productivity, and that's what we're talking about today. Welcome back, Sky. Thank you, Patricia. All right. So how can people start to bring this kind of synchronicity into their lives? Uh, yeah, I've got some, a couple of stories here that would, are, are fun stories that I think might connect for folks. Uh, I do have a master's from San Francisco State, uh, so uh, I did go on beyond my bachelor's. Um, but this is a great story for uh, – I was traveling in Palm Springs on vacation, and I was with my family, and I found myself obsessing about a political – cause that was happening. You know, it was, a, it was a vote in Congress and I was making phone calls to Congress people and I couldn't really enjoy my vacation. And if I look carefully at what I was trying to learn at that moment for myself was how to be invested in the world in, a, in, a, in this case in a political way and also have my own life and, you know, time with my family on vacation. And I, I was, you know, I'm making probably 100 or 150 phone calls and by the time the, the event was, the, the vote was about to happen, I got invited to, by my father-in-law, who was on vacation with us, to go golfing. And I don't golf, so it was more like a lesson. <laughs> it was the only mm-hmm. second time I've ever been golfing with him. The first time was when I asked for his daughter's hand in marriage. <laughs> so he knew something, <laughs> something special was up. But we went golfing, and as a, my first time out there, I, was, I must have swung the club 100 125 times or something like that. And if you've been golfing, you know that that's actually a lot of work, even though it didn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. So then the next day, the vote happened in Congress, and it didn't go the way I wanted. And I had really overextended myself, and I was really disappointed and, and floored by it. And at the same time, my shoulders started to really hurt. And by the afternoon, it was agony. Like, I could hardly move and I was inside, I was torn up by the, the political situation. And on the outside, my physical body was, my shoulders specifically were really aching. And my wife and I, and here's the, the funny part. My wife and I have a joke about shoulders being spelled shoulders. Like the things, they carry the things you should do in life. The obligations mm-hmm. we feel like we have. And I was really moved by the metaphor of, okay, my shoulders are in agony right now. Because I'm carrying this weight of, you know, how I should be impacting the world you know, by being an activist, and I'm not taking care of myself. So in this case, synchronicity showed up, this, this, this hurt shoulder and the opportunity to go golfing in the first place showed up at a time when it actually helped me understand my own thinking and my own inner experience. Hmm. So I, I have a model that I use. So, so, that, so Sky, Sky let, me just, let me just ask you, how, did that, how do you think that helped you the next time, I mean, not that you'd have the same situation, but how do you think it helped you in general, not just in that situation? 
Yeah, this experience helped me recognize where my inner boundary is around my commitment to doing activism in the world, specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime something comes up that I really care about, and yet I have my own set of priorities in my life that I'm focusing on and my own health and well-being, how do I find that boundary about what I'm responsible for? And, mm-hmm. and actually, even deeper, recognizing that there's a dialogue in myself about how I'm responsible for things that I'm not responsible for. Mm-hmm. And it helps me see that dialogue and understand where that comes from in my childhood, from my relationship with my family growing up, and then begin to let that go. Mm-hmm. The awareness. It's the awareness. Yeah, the yeah. awareness of it. It brought awareness to me that allowed me to have power over my own thinking and, and behavior and mm. grow, grow from that place. Okay. So I think that synchronicity shows up in our life to teach us about ourselves, to reflect back to ourselves what our patterns are, so we can understand them, and that from there we can begin to move through them. Hmm. Another story? Yeah, so uh, this one time I was at a conference, and at the, in the evening we had time to go spend on our own, and there was a hot tub there. So my friend and I went to go use the hot tub, and as I'm walking across, it's in the middle of winter, I'm walking across the courtyard in, outside with a towel on and nothing else, and I'm, I'm shivering, but I'm thinking, I'm about to go get in the hot tub. And... Uh, someone comes back from the hot tub and says, it's, it's broken. <laughs> There's a sign on it that says it's broken. So I had this moment that illustrates a process I'd like to share, which is the Lorax process, L-O-R-R-A-X. And the first step is to listen to circumstances, listen. And so I, in this moment, I'm like, I, I want to go use the hot tub, and I can't, and now I'm cold, and, and my whole night is thrown off track. But suddenly, out of the blue, this person across the courtyard in the dark says to me, you should come join our group. We're hanging out and socializing. You love us. And it was so out of the blue that I had to take notice of it. So here's my listening step. I listen to the circumstance. And I open my mind. That's the second step. Oh, I open my mind because my initial reaction was, no, I'm not going to go with your group. I want to go back to my hotel room and curl up in bed and read a book. But I open my mind to the possibility of what else this could be leading me towards. And then from there, I was able to reflect on my own values, my core intentions, which are to connect more with people about my work. And I reflected on it, and I decided to go join the group. I released my attachment to going back to my room. And the short story is that in that group, I ended up making connection with someone who ended up having me on his show two Mm -hmm. months later because he knew someone that I knew that we didn't even realize who they were on the board of this, um, this community that I spoke to. Mm-hmm. So it all turned into a, a connection for me because I was able to listen, open, reflect, release my attachments, and then choose mm-hmm. to act from there. Hmm. Amazing. Now, did you go back to the room and, and get dressed so you could join the group? <laughs> I did, yeah. Yeah, good. I, so, I did, t- go ahead. I got the appropriate, you know, I, I did, took the appropriate steps to take yeah. advantage of the opportunity. <laughs> but I good, along. good. How can people find you, Sky? I am online with my book at livinginflowbook.com. And okay. you can find me also at my website, skynelson.com. And I'm, I got a lot of, you know, I have music that I do professionally. I have a, a award that I've been nominated for this year with a song that I wrote. So um, you can find me in a few different places, but I'd love for you to check out my book, Living in Flow. And you also do speak to, uh, to speaking engagements. I do. I, I love to speak to communities. I, I do work with organizations at various levels. I've done work with healers and 
Um, I do work with uh, organizational development. Okay. Um, so whatever your community is, please feel free to reach out to me. Thank you so much. Sky Nelson Isaacs. The book is Living in Flow, The Science of Synchronicity and How Your Choices Shape Your World. Stay on the line for a minute. Thanks so much, Sky, for being on the program. Thank you, Patricia. Yeah, all right. That wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Find me on Facebook, Raskin, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources, or write me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com, and I'll put you on my newsletter list so you can see all the wonderful guests that I have on the program as well as other things. Until next time, have a great week. All right, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.